Hey, hey everybody. everyone! Surprise, bitches! Woohoo! Um, oh my gosh, this episode I am so excited about. Garrett and I have been working so hard to put this together, and we Ugh. want we wanted to make it its own episode because there's so much to it, and it touches both of us deeply. Because, yeah. um, who doesn't? Our generation, I feel like both of us grew up idolizing Britney Spears, mm-hmm. and I know. Right now, a lot of people are being very hard about her online. and But more than anything, people just want to know what the hell is going on. What is going on? And, you know, when that's like one of your first idols growing up, I mean, she really impacted my life. She's the reason I got into dance. And I have such a soft spot for Britney. So Garrett and I took it upon ourselves to bring on a guest today. We have a Britney Spears historian, believe it or not. Ladies and gentlemen, she's been one of my best friends since high school. Her name is Gabby. She knows everything she about knows Britney Spears. She knows everything. She's read every article. She's been to every concert. So we're she... going to give her a little call, a little ring-a-ling-ding. We're going to ask her the questions because she knows she's very in with uh, the Free Britney movement and everything going on. So we are so excited to have her. So please welcome Gabby Bradley. podcast welcome gabby bradley gabby gabby welcome to the show hi thank you guys for having me i'm so excited we're so excited welcome to your five minutes of fame girl stop i know i've done interviews before but typically they're pageant related they're not involving this oh another so pageant this is a little bit different we yes. well we are so grateful to have you on as i was just telling everyone you are very in tune with the Free Britney movement and have been an OG fan since day one. So for people who, I mean, everyone basically knows about Britney, but will you give kind of a rundown for somebody new to the Free Britney movement about like what it is and kind of just like a rundown? Gabby, tell us what the hell's going on. Yeah, so unless you've been living under a rock since 2007, um, in 2007, Brittany had a very publicized breakdown. She was having some mental health issues. Um, She had had both of her kids pretty close together. They're only about a year apart, so she was struggling with some postpartum depression, and um, she was getting divorced at the time, too. So a lot of people remember the shaving of the head, some of the things that were going on with that. Um, In early 2008, she she was hospitalized twice. Um, on a psychiatric hold. So after that, her family got involved and placed her into a conservatorship with her dad being the conservator, which is like the main person that's over all of her, like her personal life, her finances, um, her medical care. I mean, he basically rules everything involving Brittany in her life. Um, typically, a conservatorship is put in place for the elderly, people that have dementia um, or Alzheimer's, or people that are in a vegetative state or they're in a coma. So people that just cannot make decisions on their own. Um, typically, mentally ill people aren't placed into a conservatorship like this. Um, so it was supposed to be temporary 
and um, I think after a year, it was made permanent. So um, for the past 12 years, Brittany has been in this conservatorship, and fans have noticed she hasn't been the same Brittany since she was placed into this conservatorship. Um, She did a documentary before the 2008 VMAs. It was called For the Record. Um, It's on Amazon for those who want to watch it. And she basically just talked about how she feels like a prisoner because she makes no decisions on her own anymore. So um, her dad decides who she can speak with, who she can be friends with. Um, They censor all of her interviews. She has someone with her 24-7. She has to have permission to drive her car. If she drives her car, she's never alone. Um, She has no control over her finances, so she gets an allowance. Um, She's a multimillionaire, and she gets a $1,500 allowance that she can spend per week. Um, So she has no control over her money. Um, She can't get married without her dad's permission. Um, He's... He's been in control of, like, everyone she's dated. Like, she has to have permission. Like, she's a child to date someone. So, basically, everything that she does is controlled by him. And she talked about that in that documentary. And that's really the last time we ever heard her talk about it. But she's super anxious. If, if you go back and watch interviews from, like, the past 10 years, you'll notice, like, she just seems really anxious when she's in public, when she's doing interviews. And before, I mean, she was always just really bubbly, sweet, humble. And, I mean, she still is, but it was just obvious that something was off um, because she's not making any decisions on her own. So she's been in this conservatorship. Well, um, she did a Vegas residency for, like, five years Um, and that ended, she did a world tour of the residency, um, after the Vegas part ended, so she went on a world tour, and then after that, she was going to do another residency that was going to be completely different, and, um, all of a sudden, I think it was in January of last year, she announced that her dad was having health issues, he almost died, and, um, she was, she wasn't going to do the residency anymore, and then she just, like, disappeared for three months, like, there was nothing, on her Instagram, she was just, it was like she went missing, and it turns out she had been in a mental health facility, and um, a paralegal that works with her attorneys, which also, she can't hire her own attorney, Um, her dad is in charge of all of that, so she can't even hire her own legal representation to contest this conservatorship, so there are these two girls, um, and they have a podcast called, I think it's Brittany's Graham, you might want to, like, fact check me on that, that might be wrong, um, but they have this podcast that's all about Brittany, and this paralegal left them a voicemail basically saying, yeah, the truth about the domination residency, that's what it was going to be called, is that Brittany refused, she stopped taking her medication, and she drove to in and out with her boyfriend without Jamie's permission, Jamie is her dad, and we'll get into, like, the weird names in a second, Everybody has the same name in this family, but Jamie Spears, her dad, um, she didn't get permission from him to go to In-N-Out, and she decided to stop taking her medication, and he basically said, okay, if you don't start taking your medication. Hey, Gabby, uh do we know what her medication is? 
No, um, there's no documentation of any sort of mental health issue. Some people have speculated that it's bipolar disorder, but in court documents, there's nothing stating that um, she has a mental illness. Instead, it says the reasoning for her conservatorship is that she has dementia. And this conservatorship started when she was like 26. I've never heard of a 26-year-old having dementia and being able to do a residency, um, three world tours, four albums, like, never heard of that before. But they are apparently medicating her as if she is severely mentally ill. And she was like, I'm done taking these medicines. And he said, if you don't start taking them again, we're not going to do this this residency anymore. And um, she said, okay, fine. And so she still stopped. She would not take her medicines. And so um, they pulled the show and basically said that her dad was having health issues. It was all a big cover up. They said he was having health issues and they placed her against her will in a mental health facility in L.A. that has one out of five stars. You know, I mean, this is a, a mental health facility for a celebrity. And she was placed in there against her will. And this is, like, this is facts. This is not, like, a conspiracy yeah. theory. Because later la- last year, in 2019, she is starting the steps to contest this conservatorship. And she went to the courts and said, I was involuntarily placed in this mental health facility against my will. She was there for three months. Um, So that's what kind of started the Free Britney movement. It's been a fact that she's been in this conservatorship, but I think people thought, you know, her dad is behind it. This is her family. She's got good, good people behind her. Look, she's made, like, so many positive changes. Well, it turns out, really, she hasn't. So that's kind of like, and it's just, She's in this against her will. Um, Even if she was mentally ill, um, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve human rights. And basically, she has none. So that's kind of the gist of the whole movement. Well, you know what? And that's so crazy, too, with her being in a facility, facility, you'd think that you know, some doctor or somebody would be like, hey, she's not mentally ill or like you kind of, I mean, I think all of us as fans and people just hope that a professional, whether it be somebody in court or, you know, I know we're all kind of waiting with this free Britney movement, somebody will step up and be like, hey, she's not mentally ill. Like, what are you doing? Or somebody to kind of like shake the feathers a little bit and no one has. And I feel like we've all kind of failed her in a weird way you know yeah and I think the problem is the money that's involved they're able and I know this kind of sounds like conspiracy theory-ish yeah but they're able to just pay people off um Jamie her dad he's filed lawsuits against several fans um against people that own like Britney fan sites I mean, he will file a lawsuit on anyone. Um, she did a song Ooh, with This Iggy. podcast might be your big break. You might get a lawsuit from Jamie Spears. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. No, you're allowed freedom of speech, though, right? I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying yes. this could be, that could be really funny. Good Lord. Yes, but Jamie, I think the whole problem is that there's just so much money in her estate. If someone with that much money threatens you, like a little person a fan, like, what, what are you going to do? 
Right. That they have all this money. They have all these powerful attorneys coming after you. So, yeah, that might be me here in the next few days. Is it like a defamation <laughs> suit or what? Yes. So, like defamation, um, slander, basically. Um, he'll accuse them of, you know, just saying false things. Huh. Um, so, I mean, that's... He threatens people pretty much. Um, she did a song with Iggy Azalea. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah. Okay. So Iggy Azalea, she did a song with her a few years ago. And in order to even work with Brittany, they went in and searched her house from top to bottom. Anybody that works with Brittany has to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Anyone that dates Brittany. Um so, I mean, there's just so much secrecy surrounding house. it. And I think that's why, like, no one in the mental health facility wants to step in, yeah. Except this paralegal. And that's what started everything. And then when she checked out of the facility, which this is crazy, you know, she is Britney Spears, she's a celebrity. Instead of, like, having her leave out the back door for privacy, they parade her out of the front door of this, like, shitty mental, excuse my language. Oh, you're fine. We say shitty on the podcast. Yeah, this is the queen and the queer, whatever. So they parade her (laughs) out of this, like, crappy piece of shit mental health facility out the front door of it to all these paparazzis. And her boyfriend is with her, which her boyfriend could be a whole other podcast because... (laughs) We'll we'll get to work on that. Yeah. So... She's, like, stumbling out of this mental health facility. Her hair is, like, in disarray. She looks just totally out of it. And it's, like, why else would they do that besides to try to prove to people, oh, look, you know, Brittany's crazy. She's coming out of this mental health facility looking like, you know, a total mess. Yeah, that's so so sad. Hey, Gabby. That's what got people concerned. So what this kind of sounds like to me is Brittany just became really successful and really really rich, and her family found a way to, like, capitalize on her talent and just say she's crazy so that they can put her in this conservatorship so they can, like, use her as a puppet, basically, and, like, take all of her money and she works whenever they need her to. Is that kind of what it is? Pretty much, but also... There's, like, a couple more factors coming into play. Her dad was an alcoholic, and her mom wrote a book, I think, like, a couple years after Brittany had these initial mental health problems, just talking about, like, Brittany's upbringing and everything. So he was super abusive, um, but they're a very Christian family. So they have put all of their trust into this manager named Lou Taylor, um, anybody can look her up, look her up on Instagram. And Lou Taylor, um, she owns a successful um, entertainment company. I think it's in Nashville or Brentwood. I don't know. I think Brentwood is in Nashville. But anyways. Um, Close enough. And she, she was the one that brought this idea to them of the conservatorship. And she is like a huge Christian, really big Christian. So she convinced them that this conservatorship would be the best option and so I think that her her dad and her family I think initially he did want to help and I think he kind of wanted to step in and make up for some of the things that had happened in the past because when Brittany started her divorce proceedings 
she cut out her family completely because they were taking her ex-husband, Kevin Federal, on side and everything. So she just felt very betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she said something on her website about how, like, all of the men in my life don't know how to accept love, like, whether it's my dad, my brother, my ex-husband, they don't know how to accept a woman's love. So she had, like, had issues with her dad that were ongoing. She built her mom, like, this huge mansion when she first got successful, and, like, her dad was still living in their childhood home. So, like, she had had issues with him, so I think he felt like this was a way to help her, but then the money and the control got involved with that, and so I think, I think what you said is right, but also I think they have other things influencing them, including this manager, Lou Taylor. Yeah. God, it's all so crazy, um... And, I mean, I even went to her show in Vegas, and I remember, I've never gotten teary-eyed at a concert, and I was even telling Garrett about this a couple days ago, like, that show, it was just like your, you know, your dream as a little kid to go see her, and then you go see her in concert in Vegas, and it was like everything you ever would have dreamed, and she's her, and all the hits, and all the songs, and like, it's so crazy, because we feel like, you know, we follow her, and have known her our whole life but it makes me so sad like all the behind the scenes yeah you know so I don't know I'm I'm really too like you know we all have siblings and stuff like that and I mean I grew up loving Zoe 101 as well and like Jamie Lynn Spears and you'd think like I would kill to have a sister and even for my brothers I'd do anything for them you'd think a sister would step in or a brother and be like hey like you guys, you know, you, you, I don't know. I, I want to fight for Britney. So I'm like, how is someone on her inner circle not fighting for her? And I guess kind of Gabby, is there like an update? I know you said that there's going to be a hearing come up. How did that come about? And um, yeah, what gets decided in this hearing? Well, and how did she even get a hearing? Have they responded to all the social media craze that's been happening about her bizarre videos or? Well, for one, you brought up Jamie Lynn. So, Jamie Lynn is very close with this manager, Lou Taylor. She's her manager as well, and they are super close. Um, There's photos of Lou Taylor with her kids, with Jamie Lynn's kids. Um, There's a photo of Jamie Spears, the dad, with Lou Taylor, and they were getting baptized together. If that, you know, tells you anything about this situation. So people have been like, where's Jamie Lynn? Like, why isn't she helping her sister? Well, I mean, yeah, there was Zoe 101. Yeah, there was this Netflix show that Jamie Lynn just did. But I'm sorry, Jamie Lynn is a nobody. Homegirl got pregnant at 16, you know, that's fine, but she hasn't done really anything since. She tried to be a country artist, that failed. She needs Britney's money. So... That's why Jamie Lynn isn't getting involved. She needs Britney's money. She's obsessed with this Lou Taylor character, and she's basically on her dad's side. She's, like, in cahoots with them. Yeah, but that's so so fucked because I would never sell – like, even if someone offered me a billion dollars, I would not sell my sister out like that. I wouldn't do it. It's just so weird. No, and be your sister's best friend, and she'll give you a million dollars or whatever. You know? Yeah. No, but I, I agree with what you're saying, but it just it just sounds so crazy to so many people because it's like, what the heck? Yeah, so that's that's what's going on with Jamie Lynn. Um, and she was blocking people on Instagram that pretty much said anything to her about it. 
Now well, she's limited her comments, and it's just like... And guys going deep, like, you know, she, it was kind of like a Jessica Simpson, Ashley Simpson. Like, you don't know if, like, she always felt, even though, like, I, I always viewed growing up, like, once Jamie Lynn got that show, like, you view her as successful as well in her own realm, but being a sibling under Britney Spears, like, you can only imagine, like, the competitiveness, too. So it's like, maybe she's finally feeling like, you know, the good, I don't know, like, I don't even want to think that dark, but it could be something like that, too, you know? Yeah, I think she might kind of have a complex, like, oh, look, I'm married, I have two kids, like, ooh, you know, I'm not having any of these problems that my sister's having, so I, I think she kind of has a complex, and she might also be a little bit jealous, because, like, any interview someone does with Jamie Lynn, they gotta bring up Brittany, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I'm sure that gets old for her, so, I mean, I, I think she just has a negative view of her sister, yeah. um, which is really unfortunate, but to go back to the hearing and how all of that is like getting started up again um basically after that mental health stay that mental health facility thing um Lynn Spears Brittany's mom got involved um and she petitioned the court because she wanted access to to Brittany's medical history and she said that she wanted to start getting involved in the conservatorship proceedings because she wasn't involved in it at all um she supported it obviously Jamie and Lynn Spears are divorced but around the time that the conservatorship started there were like photos of them walking into court like holding hands so they tried to have like a united front but I think this mental health facility thing I think, like, that was the breaking point. So then Brittany, Brittany was able to, and I don't really exactly know how, because she's not able to hire an attorney, but I think she can petition the court. Um, she has to have Jamie Spears' permission to hire an attorney. So, of course, he's not going to hire an attorney that's going to help her. Yeah. Um, but her and her mom together petitioned the court, and that's when Brittany basically said, I want this conservatorship looked at again. I was placed into this facility against my will. Also, some people think that she really wants to get married to this boyfriend and that her dad isn't letting her, but that's just a theory. That hasn't been stated anywhere, but she did say, it's in court documents, I was placed against my will in this facility. Um, So that's kind of what started everything. So like last fall, there were hearings then everything started with this coronavirus stuff. So her next hearing is July twenty second, I think. Yes, ma'am. And okay, look at you. You looked it up. I did. So so I, I so the hearing would have happened regardless of all this craziness going around Britney Spears online. Correct. Okay. Okay. So it's really, not because everyone went nuts online. No, this is really, like, the second wave of people going nuts, and it's gotten more publicity this go-around. Okay. Because last go-around, really, like, the general public, there were, like, some articles posted, and people were just kind of, like, questioning it, questioning it. I cannot talk. People were questioning what was going on. (laughs) Um, But now, I think, especially since TikTok has gotten more popular. Yeah. TikTok... People are getting on TikTok and, like, posting these videos with evidence. Like, her former videographer 
who filmed for the record that documentary um she gave him a letter that was written in third person and i've seen the letter it's her handwriting like if you're an og fan you know her handwriting and she was basically writing it in third person because she wanted him to be able to read it like in her perspective and she's basically saying um i've been threatened I've been threatened that my children will be taken away if I don't comply with this conservatorship. Um, You know, people are judging me for things that I did when I was in the middle of a divorce um, because people were saying, you know, she was partying, leaving her kids, whatever. She was like, I was just going through a lot. Um, And now, you know, I'm in this conservatorship and I'm giving all my money away to all of my family members. And she was like, I'm a very giving person. Like, I would give my family anything if they just asked for it. But I mean, but it's not right for it to be taken from me without my permission and for them to use my children as, like, what's the word? Leverage, leverage. That's the word. Yeah, they're using her children as pawns to get to get her to do what they want. And also this past year, another thing that happened that has set things off for Brittany is that her dad physically attacked her oldest son. Um, they were over at Jamie Spears' residence, and I'm not sure really what happened. They haven't publicized that part, but apparently, like, Jamie beat down a door to get to the kid. I mean, this kid is the age of my sister. He's like 14, 14 year old boy. And so, I mean, Brittany did the right thing, got the kids out because Brittany had 50, 50 custody at the time. And of course she had to tell their dad what happened. I mean, because they're his kids too. And so they had to go to court again. And basically Brittany lost custody because even though she didn't do anything, it was her dad He's her conservator, so they can't allow Brittany to have custody over her kids when a violent individual is over her. Right. Which then again, you have to think, okay, how is it right that this violent person is able to have this much power over an individual? You you beat down a door to get to a minor to like do physical harm to them, but you can be trusted with a multi-million dollar estate and someone else's well-being. Kind of sounds like he might be the one that needs to be at the conservatorship. Exactly. Maybe you need to be in a conservatorship. Yes. Flip the script. Hey, Gabby, was this before or after uh, her son kind of went off on social media? This was after. Oh, Lord. Yes, the son that went off on social media was the younger one. And this happened to the older one, but both of the boys were there. And basically, Jaden, the younger son, he said that um, his grandpa, excuse me, his grandpa, Jamie Spears, was the devil. He called him the devil. Nice. And he said that he was trying to do all he could to help his mom, but that um, people were trying to silence him, basically. That's nuts. Yeah. God. This this is also coming from her kids, too. Um, For people that want to say it's a conspiracy. So, Gabby, another question I have, um, and then we can kind of wrap it up and go deeper, because I'm sure tons of people are going to have questions and all this stuff. Just, like, the difference in her voice and her teeth and, like, just the appearance and, like, her clothing. If you'll kind of touch on that, and then we'll kind of just wrap this up, because I know there's, like, no end 
end result, unfortunately, like right now. But um, what do you think that that has to do with her being in the conservatorship or just, you know, her kind of not letting go of herself because she still looks great. I mean, she's still fit as anything, but kind of your take on that. Well, like I said before, she gets an allowance. And, I mean, she's just a southern girl from Louisiana, a town of, like, 2,000 people. You can find photos of Brittany wearing, like, the same stuff for decades. I mean, she's still, she doesn't get rid of anything. She'll, like, wear old clothes. She doesn't care. And that's just her personality. But then also they're controlling her money. Um, The video she posted talking about being at the LBGTQ community, somebody looked up the dress she had on. It was a $20 dress from, like, Misguided or one of those websites. Like, a $20 dress from Sheen. This is a multi-millionaire. So, and she has no control over her money and what she can use it for. And, I mean, as far as, like, just her hair, her makeup, like, her overall appearance, I mean, it's been speculated they are giving her drugs that she really doesn't need. Um, During, it was, when was that? Whatever album, I think it was Femme Fatale, I think it was. Um, if you go back and watch the performances from that, she looks drugged. She just seems very, like, lethargic. It was like they were giving her downers at that time. Well, now some people think that they're giving her uppers and that she's just, she's very manic. And she, it's all because of, the medication that they're giving her that she really doesn't need. Um, and, you know, that's why she's posting these videos of, you know, like, her dancing. And, I mean, she's a very gifted dancer. If you go back and look at her performances from her prime, I mean, she was, like, comparable to Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, she she's iconic. An amazing, yeah, an amazing performer. And so it's like she almost doesn't know what to do with her body because she's, like, manic. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why... You know, her hair and her makeup looks the way, you know, she just looks so disheveled. And then, I mean, as far as her teeth, I think that goes back to her allowance. I mean, she has no control over whether or not she can go to the dentist and get that fixed. Um, Especially right now, do you think that Jamie Spears is going to let her go to a doctor's office with all this that's going on? I mean, she could turn to the dentist and be like, help me, (laughs) get me out of here. Like, he's not going to let her do that instead she's only going to be around people that he approves of like her handler boyfriend like I said it's debated on whether or not he's just a handler or he actually likes her or he's getting paid to be her boyfriend he's only going to let her around certain people so he's not going to let her go to the dentist and get her gap fixed in her teeth also ever since this all started she's refusing to work I mean she's like okay if you're not going to let me out of this situation I'm not going to work which that's bad news for them because they need her money. And so why would she care about having her hair and makeup fixed and her teeth fixed when she's not working right now? Right. And she doesn't plan on working until this is over. So I think people that see her videos and the first thing they want to do is judge her. Just think about she really can't help what she's doing. I think she's trying to make the best out of the situation. I mean, she's stuck in her house just like the rest of us, but this has been a 12-year quarantine for her. Mm. So 
that would make me a little nutty and also put the medications on top of that yeah it's just not a combination and I think that's the reason why she's you know been posting those kind of like erratic videos well we know what Um, it's all like when we've had a few glasses of wine imagine you know being you know told that you have to take something and then you take it and it alters your personality it's it's like the same thing you know and that's your normal yeah you know that just breaks my heart but Gabby like thank you so much and like we love talking to you because you're so knowledgeable and we see so many articles and just to have you fully break it down organize it and just like put it in like real talk just helps us all so much and it's so awesome because I know so many people care about Brittany and this is all for love because we do care about Brittany so much we all grew right. up idolizing her and this whole thing breaks my heart but we really I mean this is near and dear to my heart and I really hope with this hearing I don't know how somebody could bring up all the social media stuff but I really hope somebody undercover right now is fighting for her so god I hope so yeah and I just have to say this whole situation is also very sexist. Um, you don't see Kanye West in a conservatorship or Robert Downey Jr. You know, he's had he had a period of very difficult times where he was in and out of jail. Right, Charlie Sheen. Woody Charlie Allen. Sheen. Yeah. Yes, Woody Allen. Ew. I know. Be in jail. I know. I mean, you don't know. You don't see any of these male celebrities having to go through this. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah, that's an awesome point, Gabby. It's it's very sexist, and I just I would just like to add because there's been some people that are like, well, maybe she needs a conservatorship. If she needed it, why was she able to still work for the past twelve years? If that doesn't make sense. And just because you're mentally ill doesn't mean that your rights should be taken away. Being mentally ill is not a prison sentence. Um, This wouldn't happen to just a regular old Joe on the street. Um, So, I mean, we want to go on and on and on about mental health advocacy, but then we want to call Brittany crazy, and we want to say that she needs to be in a conservatorship. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, So... Those are my final words. Uh, so, <laughs> I had to add that in there. So basically Those what you're saying is leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. Um, pull a Chris Crocker. Amen. But yeah, people just need to be, you know, more understanding. She's a human being also. Right. And then add in the amount of money that she has and the fame that she has. Um, it's just, it's not the best combination. Um when you're going through difficult times. So right. people just need to be a little bit more understanding. Well, hey, thank you so much for, for joining us for a little bit. A little... Yes, Gabby. And how can people follow you? Oh, my goodness. So if people want to follow me or ask me questions, I'll answer them about Miss Brittany. Um, my Instagram is at Gabby Bradley underscore. And um, if people have a bunch of questions, just let me know. Follow Gabby. She's stunning. She's gorgeous. And Gabby, thank you so much for being on the show. And you guys, if you have any questions, let Gabby know or let us know. And we will totally bring her back later on after the hearing. And we look forward to answering everyone's questions. Yay. Well, Gabby, thank you so much, girl, for being on this, our first ever special edition. You're our first guest. Of the Queen Queen and the the Queer. queer. Hang on, let Gabby do it with us. Ready? One, two, three. Three. The, the queen, queen and, and the, the queer. queer. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yay, girl.
Well, you have an awesome rest of your day, and we will talk to you soon, girl. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love, love you. Bye. Awesome, guys. Well, that was Gabby. Um, this is us. <laughs> welcome back. Here we are. But anyways, guys, um, yeah, we want to do this because obviously... Well, it's just got a lot of people talking and we figured and we we're may talking as well. right. and it's super important to us and we always want to keep it real on here. So thank you guys so much and we will see you all next week. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye.